back to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, the business podcast where you'll find clarity over confusion, community over competition, and the confidence to crush your goals. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, wedding photographer and online business manager dedicated to helping you build your dream business. Today's episode is all about reducing areas of friction in your business. As an online business manager, one of the things that I work with my clients with a lot is to streamline their processes. And we streamline every area of their business, their communication, uh, their manual busy work that can be automated, areas of their team communication and delegating and getting things off of their plate so that they can work fully in their zone of genius. We also improve their workflows in every part of their business that we can and we learn to pivot based on the customer's questions. A lot of things can be streamlined and friction can be reduced just by paying attention to your clients and their questions that they keep coming up to you and asking you about or sending you emails about. So we're going to cover all of those areas today in this episode. So first of all, one major way to reduce friction in your business and to speed things up for you is to streamline your communication. This is especially helpful if you are working with a team, but I want to talk to you about how to do it as a solo business owner as well. So let's start with if you have a team and then if you're that solo business owner, hold up, I'm going to talk to you in just a minute. So if you have a team, have you ever come across a problem where you are wondering, where is that information that they sent me? Was it an email? Was it in Google Docs? Was it a Facebook message? Was it in Slack? Was it in our project management tool? Like what happened? So it's really important, especially if you're working with a team to have a standard method of communication and practices for how you will communicate with each other. So generally just pick one and stick with it. So I like to have redundancies in place. So I use a project management tool for anytime I'm working with my team. Um, I have my own team internally. We're using ClickUp right now. It's really, really cool. But the important thing, like I've said before, the best tool is the one that you are going to use regularly. You don't need to spend a lot of time and energy, you know, figuring out the bells and whistles of a, of a project management tool if you are not going to even use it once you get going. So if your brain works really simply with like, if your brain works better with the simple interface of Trello, then go with something like that. I have other clients who they really love Airtable, even though I think it's a little bit complicated. Some of my clients love it and we and we use that. I have other clients who use Asana. So the the main thing is that you are sticking with the same tool and you kind of have this standard operating procedure of, hey, we're going to communicate in this particular app. Or if you don't have a project management tool, I like to use Google Docs way better than emails. So I create a Google Doc for my clients with all the project details and we communicate back and forth on Google Docs. You can respond to comments, add things. It's super great. Um, so the main thing is to streamline your communication. Just have a general um, method that you communicate with your clients. Now, if you're a solo business owner, what does this mean for you? This means that there should be one place where you're communicating most things with your clients. For most people, this is going to be email. 
How many times have you had a message come through on Instagram or Facebook and they want to book your services and then you're chatting and then you go to your email to find out information and you can't find it because it's not there and you think, well, where did they message me? Did they message me on Instagram? Did they message me on Facebook? I can't remember. I like to get my clients onto email as soon as possible. So as soon as they ask me, hey, I wanted some information about your pricing and packages or hey, are you available for this date for wedding photography or whatever it might be? I say, hey, could you fill out this con, you know, thank you so much for contacting me. I'm super nice and appreciative of their message. And I say, could you fill out this contact form that will um, help me to get some more information from you? And then we can keep everything in one place. So I immediately move into email. I don't spend a lot of time discussing on DMs unless we're just talking casually and I'm trying to like foster that relationship. But anytime we get into some specific details, we move it over to email right away. So that's what I would suggest doing. Um, You can streamline your onboarding workflow to make it to where it's easier for all of this to happen. You can listen to my episode on streamlining your onboarding process to get all that straightened out. So streamline your communication. This is going to help to reduce your areas of major areas of friction in your business just by simply sticking with one tool and using that across the board. Okay. Now, secondly, how to you reduce an area of friction in your business, automate your manual busy work. If there are things that you are doing over and over that is manual busy work, you can invoice these things. The, uh, you, can, you can automate these things. The first one is sending invoices. There is no need for you to be following up with people on their invoices back and forth. And there's no need for you to manually send someone Uh, and like get the collect their payment information over the phone. You do not need to be doing that. You can automate this in your CRM system or even in uh, Stripe where you can just set it up to where you email them an invoice and they put in everything and then it will automatically send them a payment reminder when their next reminder, their next payment is coming up. If you do subscriptions, let's say you have a monthly system with your clients, you can have it automatically run their credit card um, every month if you're using a payment processor like Stripe or Square or something like that. So um, there is going to have to be that a lot. Most of the time you are going to have to um there may be those times where you have to send an invoice automatically like if you're booking a bigger project where you need to fill in some information but there are ways that you can streamline that and automate that by automating the reminder emails that go uh, go out um again automating those recurring recurring payments that go out or if you are doing something like taking appointments you can automate these invoices with your CRM, like 17 Hats does this. I am a 17 Hats ambassador. I love 17 Hats. You can do your online scheduling uh, appointment feature to book an appointment with you and automatically send them an invoice so that you are not having to go and do that immediately. You just send them a link, they fill out their details, and then they can pay that right away. So these are things that you should be automating. Um, You can do this if you sell products as well. You know, if you set up Shopify or something like that, um, we want to get this automated as much as possible. 
Okay, scheduling calls is another thing that should be automated. You can use a system like Calendly or Acuity or perhaps your CRM, 17 Hats, has this built in. Google now just decided to add this feature. I haven't used it yet, but I'm interested to try it out. And that would be a great episode for a podcast to talk about, which I will do soon. Um, and you can also use HoneyBook. They have scheduling. Most of your CRMs are going to have that, but you can use another tool like Calendly or Acuity as well. Sending recurring emails is something that you want to automate as well. I send recurring emails to my membership, um, my Christie's Biz Besties. And there, what I do, because there's not a way to automate this fully in my email platform, Flowdesk, what I do is I go through once a month and I schedule all the emails for the month so that I know that they're going to go out. So you can automate it or streamline it. So for me, the streamlining comes in by scheduling them all out at the beginning of the month. Other recurring emails could be things like maybe three months before your client's due date. You always send them the same email. You can schedule that to go out as part of your workflow in your client uh, customer relationship management software. Another thing that you can automate is copying information between apps. I do this all the time. I use Zapier to connect apps. Here is an example. One of my clients is an amazing art teacher. She is getting ready to launch a membership and I'm helping her with the launch. And she needs to be able to email her members and it would be best if she could email them right from her ConvertKit platform instead of having to do it through her um education platform which is Thinkific because it's a lot easier to do it in ConvertKit and she already knows how to do that she's familiar with that so I went on to Zapier and I was able to create a zap where anytime someone signs up to her membership they also add them into a uh, tag in ConvertKit so that she can just email those people um, whenever she likes she can send them an email right from ConvertKit you could also integrate, you know, project management apps. I was doing this all the time um, with my editing clients. I would copy information over from Calendly when they booked their editing appointment over to Trello. And I was using Zapier to do that. Some platforms have integrations right there in the app that you can integrate, um, you know, like Zoom will automatically put your Zoom link on your Google Calendar because Zoom and Google Calendar have an integration. So that is something that you can do. Do not, you do not need to be writing down meeting details and putting them in your calendar. You can automate that, okay? So automate your manual busy work and you may have other things that you can think about to either automate or streamline the process by going through and doing it once a month and scheduling them out. Or... You can delegate. If it's something that cannot be fully automated, you can delegate. And that is the third tip that I have for you to reduce areas of friction in your business is to delegate as much as possible. You can delegate manual busy work that is not able to be automated. Delegate it to someone else. You need to make sure that your time is fully dedicated to living in your zone of genius. That's how you're going to make the most money. It's how you're going to scale your business and be the happiest, in my opinion. We're going to talk about uh, how to know when it's time to grow your team in next episode, next week's episode. So join me for that if you're interested in that. But you can delegate writing your blog posts, 
social media posts. And if you're a photographer, you can delegate editing photos. There's really so many things that you can delegate. Making meetings for people, scheduling meetings, managing your CRM, managing your inbox. There are so many things that you can delegate. So I would really recommend delegating as much as possible. A general rule of thumb is you only need to be doing the tasks that only you can do. Anything that needs your personal touch or your brain and your genius zone, that's what you want to do. But anything else that can be given to someone else, then that is a great idea to give to someone else to free up your mental energy. If you're like, I don't even know how to add someone, how to delegate someone, I have to train them, I don't even know what to do. Well, guess what? As an online business manager, I help facilitate this process. I create SOPs, so standardized operating procedures for my clients. I can onboard team members and manage the team. So if that's something that you're interested in, let me know and we can chat. So number one, streamline your communication. Number two, automate your manual busy work. Number three, delegate as much as possible. Number four, improve your workflows. So anytime that you are doing a task and there is a roadblock or something that keeps coming up that is like not working for you, improve that. Don't let it just keep being bad. (laughs) So for example, one thing that you can do is improve your post-meeting workflow. I did this recently where now um, what I was doing is I would schedule meetings like back to back and I would get to the end of the day and I had some notes for meetings and then I would go back to those notes to try to clean them up and send information to people. And I realized, man, I don't exactly remember the context of this and it's not ready to be sent and I'm not sure what to do. I recently improved my post-meeting workflow to where now I have a five minutes of time between each call. I just take a couple minutes to clean up the notes send it to the team and I can go ahead and tackle small action items that were left over. You know how sometimes you say, oh yeah, I'll get that to you. But then you forget and it's somewhere buried in your meeting notes. I review it right away and go ahead and tackle those small action items. And anything that is going to take more than a minute or two, I put into the project management tool so that I can come back to it later or put it on your to-do list, whatever, wherever it is that you keep your to-dos. Okay. So improving your post-meeting workflow is a big way to reduce areas of, of friction in your business. You can also improve your client onboarding workflow. If clients are constantly saying, what's the next step? What do I do? How does this work? Or if it is taking you a lot of time to get information to a client, you have a roadblock where they are waiting on you for information or you're waiting on them for information. How can you improve that? Can you send them the information earlier? Give them more time. Clarify the instructions so that they're not confused. What is it that they need? Again, you can check out my episode on uh, client onboarding for more information about that, that. But if there's friction, let's tackle it head on. What can you improve and go ahead and improve it? You could also impl- improve your client feedback workflow. Are you even asking for client feedback as part of your workflow? Make it a process to ask for feedback. What I did is I have a template. I have a template in my CRM, 17 hats. It's a questionnaire that goes through a bunch of questions. They can select which service they bought from me, and then it will populate with questions um, that I want to ask them about that service so that I can use it as a feedback cycle, but also as a way to get testimonials for my website. And then it, it just pops up as a to-do list. Once I finish with them, it comes up and says, hey, send the feedback survey. I send the survey. It's already done for me. The email is already templatized, so it's there ready to go. 
You can also improve your daily wrap-up workflow. Go ahead and do a recap of your day. Write down what you want to tackle the next day. Choose your top three items for the next day so that you can st uh, finish your evening strong and not have to be worrying about work. I like to put on my to-do list um, you know, priority levels like high, uh, normal, low. ClickUp has these things, which is one of the reasons that I love it. So I'll go through, I'll wrap up. I will move things to the next day that I didn't get done today or the next time that I have for it. And I will set priorities in my project management system. If you're just using a pen and paper, you can say, do this first tomorrow. Or uh, you can follow Sarah Ziesler's intuitive time management system and just do the first thing on your list that you want to do when you wake up. That's a great way too. But at least have those three things to give yourself some direction. Okay. So number one, streamline your communication. Number two, automate your manual busy work. Number three, delegate as much as possible. Number four, improve your workflows. And last but not least, number five, pivot based on your FAQs. So this is a big one. If you keep getting people asking you the same question over and over, or you notice that you're getting a question that is a roadblock or your clients are having a roadblock, then you know that there is somewhere in your process where there's room for improvement. And the earlier you tackle this, the better, because it's going to save you so much headache. Those questions are not going to pile up. So what I did with my editing business is anytime I ran into some problems with the Lightroom software or something like that, when I was editing for people, I would film a tutorial video for directed for that client, but I wouldn't use their name or anything so that I could use it as a tutorial in my business later. So I would make it and then I would put it up on my client homepage that I have as part of my website and it would be there so that that way anytime emailed me and said, hey, I'm having this problem, I could say, hey, here's a tutorial on how to fix that. I can just send it. Um, you could email people and say, by the way, here's how you access you know, the training. So for example, my amazing client who is an art teacher, we have been working together to make her post live call workflow better. Well, we realized a lot of people said that they weren't getting the emails. They didn't know where they were. So we clarified that we gave them the exact things to be looking for. And we also tweaked the actual email with more in-depth steps and a big button that says click here to get started so that, so that, that, that friction is not there anymore. We're still working to reduce it, but we're pivoting and it's getting better. Um, so the thing here that I think a lot of us like struggle with is that perfectionism. When we know that there's a part of our workflow that needs improving, we think of it as like a massive task that we have to tackle. But really business is all about iterating and making improvements pivoting when you can. So you don't have to worry about making this part of your business the best that it could possibly be. Just make it the best that it can be right now. Make it better than it was before. And then you will have room to constantly iterate and improve over time. I think that thinking that everything has to be perfect holds us back a lot because we think of it as a massive project that we have to take on instead of prioritizing, okay, what is the most important thing? What is the lowest hanging fruit? What are my clients really struggling with? And can I improve that? And then constantly getting better. Okay, so let's work together. Let's reduce areas of friction in your business so that you can live more fully in your zone of genius. The five things that we talked about were streamlining your communication. So choosing a project management tool or an email um, or a Google Doc, whatever that is, just pick one platform, stick with it. 
automate your manual busy work that's sending recurring invoices reminder emails um, letting people book things automatically instead of having to do that manually scheduling calls sending recurring emails you could also look into zapier for some integration number three delegate as much as possible anything that you do not need to do that anything that is not in your zone of genius delegate to someone else you can improve your workflows like your post meeting workflow your client onboarding workflow feedback workflow your daily wrap-up workflow wherever you're having some uh, friction and pivot based on your FAQs. And remember, the earlier you can do it, the better you'll be saving yourself work in the long run. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Come back next week where we'll talk about how to know when it's time to grow your team. Bye, see you next week.